This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 484, Why You Shouldn't Read Model IELTS Essays. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we answer a student's question about Band 9 model essays, if they're dependable, who writes them, and why they might not help you pass IELTS. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Stayed up a little bit late last night. It was Halloween as we're recording this. Last <laughs> night it was Halloween. Um, and it was amazing. When, here's a question for you. When okay. was the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Oh, man, it had to be like <laughs> probably, oh, when I lived in New York, I was Times Square. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my first year in New York, my roommate and I, we dressed up and I dressed up as Times Square. And at that time, the cup noodle advertisement was in the center of the square. So I had this big like cup noodle taped to my head. Nobody knew what I was. It was oh, totally my God, lame. that's hilarious. <laughs> I So I, um, I was volunteering the other day at uh, the Ronald McDonald House and one of the nurses was saying how she's going to be uh, universal health care for Halloween. So <laughs> she had like all like the doctor stuff, like the stethoscope and whatnot. And then these like galaxy uh, like running tights. And she was <laughs> universal health care. I thought that was awesome. Talk about a political <laughs> statement, right? Exactly. <laughs> so cool. It's awesome. Oh, speaking oh, of man. statements. There yes, you go. That's statements. the way in. Um, <laughs> Um, I, <laughs> um, a, subs- a YouTube subscriber made a statement and a question uh, on one of the videos the other day, and I thought this was a really good point to bring up, and it's something we haven't addressed before, but it's really important for candidates to know, because I think, I think what he's talking about causes some anxiety. Okay, so... He says he's, um, I'm going to sort of paraphrase here, um, he's reading a book of sample essays. Um, and they, and he says, and he was blown away by the complexity of writing task two essays. In order to score eight or higher, must one have specialized knowledge that impresses the reader? Or is it all about high-level vocab and great grammar structure? Mm. Um, it, yeah, so that's, that's a good question. That is a really good question. I love this question. I think it's important to consider who is who is writing these essays. Yeah. Um, who do you think like who do you think is writing these mm-hmm. example essays that the student is reading? So uh, probably not people taking the exam <coughs> in the moment of the exam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Under test conditions. That's my guess. 
That would be funny. Um, I don't think anybody <laughs> would buy that, even though yeah. it would be more helpful. So, would yeah. Um, and it's so it's actually funny because the textbook that he mentions, um, it was published in Taiwan. And I know the people oh. that wrote it because it was oh, <laughs> they made it while I was there. But anyway, so I actually know the people that wrote this. And oh. um, they, you know, there were all IELTS examiners, IELTS teachers, and they definitely took their time and put in their best effort into mm-hmm. these essays, which means they're using the, th- the thesaurus. They're mm-hmm. they're deleting and rewriting and proofreading and perfecting, and it's mm-hmm. going to take them longer than 40 minutes, right? They're not going through the process that you guys have to go through on test day. Therefore, it's not a good model. I don't, like, I don't put model essays into our course unless they are possible on the exam, you oh, know? Good. yeah. So anyway, the... um. I think one of the coolest things, <laughs> excuse me, I choked on some coffee. I think one <laughs> of the coolest things that we have in the extra practice package, mm-hmm. um, just one of the upgrades in our course, is there's a video with me going through the writing process step by step. So alongside me in real time in the video, yeah. you're watching me brainstorm. You're seeing how I come up with ideas, what a brainstorm looks like, how, you know, I can think mm-hmm. of something and realize that's not good. <laughs> Go back, write something else. Yep. Um, and then you watch me write the whole essay and proofread. I so love that. Like you're seeing what's possible in the 40 minutes. And I think that's a lot more realistic than looking at some of these textbooks. Exactly. I mean, you can't look at the finished product where someone wasn't under test conditions and compare your own first crack at this at this essay, you know, and, and, yeah. and expect them to be the same. And I love how when you're making that video, Jessica, in the extra practice package, you're verbalizing your thoughts, right? You kind of yeah. speak out what you're thinking in your thought process. And that's really key for our listeners, for our students in our course to see that. Um, you guys can probably guess that I am very talkative and I, <laughs> I'm narrating this experience the entire time. <laughs> um, sometimes I might benefit from not saying my thoughts out loud, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's something else. I can't help it. So <laughs> that's something I else have, to work on. <laughs> <laughs> but just not for IELTS, maybe at other times. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm just narrating the whole process all the time. Exactly what I'm thinking, why I'm writing, what I'm writing, etc. Yeah. Um, which leads me to his other question here. Like, is specialized knowledge required? I, you guys know that it's not. You've you've seen this. You've heard us say that IELTS defines itself on not requiring any specialized knowledge. It's a standardized general exam. Yeah. Um, so you're not required to have like to know about biology or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, but having said that good ideas help, right? That's why you guys need to pay attention to our resource recommendations when we tell you guys how to branch out in your knowledge, develop Mm. this culture of thinking about science and health and food and travel. Mm. I mean, the world is so huge. You don't know what you're going to be asked on IELTS. So develop your IELTS uh, ideas, but at the same time, like also develop yourself a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is not a medical school exam. This is not a a bar exam for law school. So really what you need to become a specialist in is the way the examiners think. 
Right. That's exactly. really what we're specializing in, what they look for, how they score the exam. If you want to be a specialist, be a specialist in that. <laughs> right. Because, I, I mean, in his question, I think he already sus- suspects the answer. He says, is it all about high-level vocab and great grammar structure? So, mm. guys, I mean, th- exactly what Lindsay just said. You need to know exactly what the examiner is looking for, right? right. Um, and to not be thrown off and lose your confidence by reading so-called IELTS essays that simply aren't within reach. They Mm. simply aren't possible in 40 minutes by a non-native speaker. You know, you're not graded on like native speaker ability. (laughs) You're not like expect, you're not, unless you're going to get nine straight across the board, you need to approach this as a student, play to your strengths, learn what the examiner is requiring and just practice that geared towards the scoring requirements. Like we know it's, you're graded on organization. So in the course, we have the template, all the linking words you need. We know you're graded on vocab. So we have the, the bonus of the, um, the academic words, Mm -hmm. you know, like, we know what the examiners are looking for in both speaking and writing and every single facet of the course is directly connected to one of those things. Yeah, I love that. And I think the other key takeaway for today is make sure that you're spending the right amount of time under exam conditions yourself, right? right? Because there's a big difference between just skimming an IELTS prep book and reading the essays and actually putting yourself under those conditions. But of course, as we said before, you want to do that at the right time in your plan. It doesn't happen at the beginning, right? (laughs) It happens at the end after you know your strategies. Yeah, guys, come back to the blog post for this episode. Go to ielts.alliersenglish.com. This is episode 484. And I'll link to some episodes that we where we have had discussions about exactly those things, how to form a study plan. Um, we did a recent episode that was an insider look at our three keys study plan, talking about what the first three days of this study plan looks like, right, mm-hmm. to help you form your own. If you're not in the course, it can help you form your own in the future. Um, And also when to start practicing for the test. Like, um, I just had an exchange about this with a student in our course, like just just anxious, worried about test practice (laughs) and where to get all the practice tests. And I'm like, you know, like you just joined the course a couple days ago. (laughs) Don't worry about test practice yet. So guys, it's also about not wasting your time, not getting ahead of yourself. Mm. You know, if you're doing practice tests without learning the strategies, that is a waste of time. So yeah, make sure you're in an organized system first where you learn all the skills you need and then apply it a lot <laughs> to test practice. Yeah. I mean, if you're making the right decisions at every step, which number one is, of course, being in the course, choosing the course and choosing to study in an organized way, then you can take confidence in that and you can relax because at that point, we're going to guide you through the right timetable of when you need to break out the practice tests and when you need to be learning strategies. So just relax and don't overthink (laughs) it. We'll give you what you need once you're in the course. Exactly. And remember, guys, there is always the option of meeting with me one-on-one, half an hour on Skype, so I can give you honest feedback, do a personal needs analysis for you, um, let you know when it when you should start the course, if you're ready for the course. And then I can also help you personalize that. Like when you do start the course, you might want to focus more on this or add this activity to your study plan. So yeah. 
you you have that option of meeting with me 30 minutes before. Um, mm. Email Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. You got it. And I want to say one other thing, too. If you guys are in the course and you want more of those kinds of kinds of videos, because we've I think it's a really cool format that we, we only have one, but we could add more. You know, we could make more available for you guys for different parts of the writing test. If you like that style where, you know, it's a look over my shoulder type of lesson, right? You're watching Jessica actually write the essay, we could make more. So just let us know. Just send us an email and let us know. So lindsay at allearsenglish.com and we'll take a look at your feedback. That is a great idea. I think that would be really Mm. useful for task one for both the general training letters, right? Informal and formal. How do you come up with those ideas? Because that's that's the most challenging part of the letter is those specific details you have to create. And then for the difficult task one static questions for the academic students, how do I look at all these numbers and figure out how to organize them? So yeah, guys, if that sounds useful to you, remember, this is a dynamic course. And Lindsay and I are the creators and we are the people that you can directly contact about what you need. Mm. All right. So yeah, that would be awesome. If Because I know so many students in our course are fabulous. They still listen to this podcast <laughs> all the time. So definitely contact us and uh, with your suggestions about that. Awesome. Such a good topic. So important. It's all about how we approach prep preparation and when we, you know, when we get serious, when we're learning the strategies versus test practice. I love it. Okay, (laughs) Jessica, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.